Mandy presents Truth Source. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. So you've come back for more. Clearly, you're onto a good thing here. Um, welcome back to Truth Source with my compadre. You know, I am Robin to his Batman. You're the Matt to my Andy, Matt. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm, I am Matt Driscoll and I am one of the hosts of this podcast. And over to Mr. Doran Smith. Say hi, Andy. Hey, hi. Hi, everyone. Good to hear you're back listening to us. Hopefully we won't disappoint. No, absolutely. We will not. The, to be honest with you, the subject matter speaks for itself. So we are just a mouthpiece. But um, today, what, what are we covering today, Andy? I think today's a book review, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, uh, yes. And, well, the, the book itself is called Inside the Black Vault mm. uh, by John Greenwald Jr. And this has got a bit of a history for us. Uh, yeah. And I think that's why it's the first review we wanted to do. So, Matt, yeah. do you want to give a bit of background on how Absolutely. it came about? Absolutely. So, so we've already detailed that this has been a personal journey, a personal endeavour for the both of us. And The Black Vault holds a very dear place in our heart because this was the first book that Andy and I really uh, got to grips with and really started the... Um, the UFO discussion and, you know, Andy being the sweet guy that he was, he read it and he really wanted to get me involved. So he bought me a copy. Okay. Um, and after reading it, we just couldn't stop talking about it. So we thought, you know, why not choose this as the first book? And um, it's, it's a book, Andy, that's based on freedom of information requests, isn't it? You know, and uh, FOI, and I suppose it's I suppose it's it's a bit of a it's a bit of a journey by John Greenwald Jr. because he talks about how he's been doing this for you know many many years and how he's finally gotten to a point where he's been able to conclusively and logically step by step showcase and answer some of the key questions he's been seeking answers to around the UFO phenomena, government complicity. Um, what that what 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 can be proven? What can be factually confirmed? So, um, I think that was a nice introduction, really, wasn't it? You know, it kind of got us got us talking about it, didn't it, Andy? Yeah, it was a, the the whole Freedom of Information Act stuff. He's refined, I think, since like you say, he's been here for years now. I think it was in his late teens he started to do this, and mm. obviously the government has to reply to these FOIA requests, but you have to you have to really specify exactly what it is you're looking for and mm -hmm. which department you want that request to go to. There's a lot of yep. hoops to jump yeah. through. And yeah. I think he's he refined over the period of what must be like 20 years now, maybe, mm. um, how to do that. And when he gets an answer that says, you know, oh, sorry, no, he kind of gave, well, what do I need to do? Who do I need to go to next? Yeah. And the book is a bit of a, a kind of a history of sort of a little bit of how that's worked out for him, but it also... Mm. It also really answers some of the kind of well, I, I, it provides facts, right? This is the mm. whole point. This this book yeah. provides facts, which are I requested this information from the from the U.S. government. Normally, we'll talk a little bit more about some outliers yes. to that. Yeah, this is what they came back with. You know, mm. 
this is what was redacted, but this is what you could see. And then he kind mm. of talks about each one of those uh, sort of the documents that are of interest. And there yeah. are some bombshells in there, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Fair to say, yeah. you know, and that's why I, I had to buy, I had to buy you that book. And we kind of like, Matt, we've got to talk about, you've got to read this book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About this book. Yeah, absolutely. For your own sanity, basically, isn't it? But um, yeah. yeah, I must admit, I don't know what I was doing when I was a teenager. I wasn't submitting FOI requests, I can tell you that. But <laughs> but but thankfully he was. And actually, yeah, it, it's quite a it's 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 it, it's a really factual read. And I think it really got us into a, a really good mindset to be not just to be more open to it, but also the conclusions he's able to come to through this, through this book. So um I suppose having gone back to it and obviously for this, for this conversation, three kind of main things, I believe he was, he was trying to trying to ascertain and is outlined in this, in the book. And he's still putting the requests in there. And obviously the, his website, the black vault is out there. So, you know, check it out. Um, but the three main questions I think he wanted to answer was, um, are governments or particularly the U S government in this case, um, are they still monitoring reporting and, as an ongoing activity monitoring the UFO phenomenon? That was the first question. The second question was, are they real? Or is it just made up? You know, are these things real? And the third question was, again, confirming what is known about them. You know, what do our governments know about them in terms of what they are and, 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 and what they represent? I think those were the three questions that very much um, came out, and I think from memory, there's a lot of a lot of things that he illustrates in this book that make you kind of call bullshit to the government. Really, you know, there's quite a few lies, and I suppose it, it just highlights the complicity, doesn't it? Around they know what's going on in terms of they're actively looking into it even though they say they're not and again he showcases this doesn't he like through these freedom of information requests there are records of ongoing monitoring which kind of answers that first question does it that, that they are still reporting and still investigating aren't they yeah I, I, you know if you look back at kind of project sign project grudge and then project Blue Book. I think Blue Book was supposed to have been closed down in 69. Mm. I could be mm. wrong, but I think the 69. And essentially it was a kind of the conclusion that was announced by the US government was yeah. it's we've we've looked into this. There's nothing yeah. to see here. Yeah. We're not wasting yeah. any any more resources on it. You mm. know, everyone, everyone who comes up with these kind of ideas or whatever, you know, you just you're obviously just looking at a weather inversion or it's a it's a it's a balloon or whatever it is. Mm. Mm. Actually, what's really interesting about the Freedom of Information Act um, uh, responses that he gets is you see that there's like emails that are going on in the 80s, 70s, 90s, where there's a, an email from somebody and they're deadly serious about this, you know, yeah. this has been reported. And yeah. look at who look at who's on the two list in the email, right? This is the yeah. word giveaways. It's yeah. everybody from, you know, the NRA, um, NSA, uh, CIA, even the mm. president. You know, and, yeah, and yeah. White House, White House addresses, and so on. On this, it's like, hmm. So they're not really interested in this anymore. Why? Why have you kind of? Why has this been sent to this exactly this address list? So that's one of the big hang yeah. on a second. Something's a little bit fishy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of definitely. Area. I think I, I think we're going to have to come up with a bullshit jingle, uh, Andy, because uh, 
every time every time the government says bull, you know, every every time we we can we can call bullshit on the government, we should like press a button and go. You know, we should have a little jingle for that. So I don't know. Mm. You, you, yeah, yeah. You, you you may you may hear a bullshit jingle come up at some point in this series. I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. And, and, and Andy's great with this stuff. I'm sure he will come up with something. So you know, there's a challenge extended, Andy. Anyway, <laughs> back to the book review. So, um, so that was the first question. The second one was, are they real? And again, step by step through the reporting. You know, what is what is legible within the redactions and also the content that he's able to piece together it, it does kind of showcase that these things are actually happening and they're real because of it was the first time you and i had seen the sort of people also that were reporting it so not just people with tin foil hats on and you know shouting at the skies and running around with their trousers down but but very much um a real wide variety of, of people with High train, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, highly trained individuals, professionals, people that are educated, people that, um, and also in many cases, multiple sources to validate that something happened. So it kind of it kind of proves it to be real, doesn't it? Yeah, it's. I mean, now we're kind of hearing, you know, from a lot of people who've got, um, they've got the reputation that you know suggests that they're they're telling the truth. Uh, in the mm. in the in the past, I think. When the military were, uh, and this is a, this is a sweeping statement, but generally the military were kind of, you know, if if, if you if you saw something weird, mm. um, you would you didn't want to necessarily tell anybody about it because yeah. next thing you know you might be in a different job, right? Yeah, career and, ending basically. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, and he, I think that that stigma is still with us, which is really unfortunate. But hopefully that mm. will kind of change. Um, but but back back in the day, it was absolutely the case. So you didn't really hear about things like military reports of stuff. And this book, mm. this this book actually contains quite a lot, and they're not just US. So the 1976 Iran incident, for example, yeah. where you know the, yeah, the jet yeah, fighters yeah. were scrambled and then they yeah. approached, approached some sort of craft and it turned off their all of their electronics. You know, these sorts, of, and that was obviously a serious incident as far as Iran. Yeah, was yeah. So it's like you know, you've got that. You've got a bunch of things in the US. We're going to talk about. The um the scary factor of this in a little bit, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, definitely. But definitely. Um, there's there's the question of is it real, and then there's a question on the other side of that which I would like to add, which is is it being covered up? Mm. Mm. Yeah, and I don't know if that's a good segue or not, but he goes into Roswell, and it, I think one of the first chapters, early chapters, he talks about Roswell, and it just that was kind of just the whole thing just opened up for me at that point. It's like okay. Um, these are all facts. This isn't just yeah. people saying, "Oh, Roswell is this is the history of Roswell." It was like, "No, Roswell was a cover up," and I can tell you, I can show it's a cover up because I've got the information that I've received through the Freedom of yeah. Information Act. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Um, and that was a good segue, Andy. That was a re- that was a very seamless, slick way of getting into that. But no, no absolutely. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt one myself here. The whole, um, you know, very much are they real? And and I think. You mentioned about you know potentially being career ending and you know, the stigma that people have had around pointing these things out and, and reporting these experiences and talking about them. Having listened to um, that recent weaponized episode, and again, if you haven't what haven't um, heard of weaponized and the great work they do on that podcast, you know, have a look at it. It's really great. Um, the most recent one with Ernest Klein and how he obviously as, as, as a famous author, and he was saying how. Um, one of the most challenging things to do is 
to prove to someone that they have been misled or they've had the wool pull over their eyes and he, and, he, and, he, and he believes that people still are dragging their heels on this, even though there's so much irrefutable testimony, evidence and media attention on this, one of the hardest things to, to, to do with the human condition is convince someone that they have been misled because actually um, they don't want to feel like they've been taken for fools and actually they, they've been led down this path by governments or organisations. And actually, right. that's, I think that's quite quite a fair thing to say and, yeah. and maybe why it has so much stigma. But um, so the final one, yeah. So that, so and, and, the, and the question of what are they? I think this kind of starts that eerie journey down to how scary this is because actually from the evidence that John Greenwald Jr. has collected, it seems to be that they, none of our governments do know what these things are. At least, at least that is what is presented and factually confirmed within the book. Now, obviously, you know, there's a whole wide variety of um, comments or opinions on that. But I think what the book does kind of illustrate is that we don't, it's scaring, we know scaringly little about this and actually what they are and how it works. And, um, yeah, and, and and that's quite a scary thing, isn't it? I, I don't know about you. It took yeah. me took me took me to kind of a few days to kind of get over that. I know. It, yeah, it's 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 taken me a little while to think about this stuff and and various different yeah. sources of information. Some much more recent around mm. kind of just why that may be the case, right? So there's there's a there's there's something happening, and there mm. has there has been something happening as, as far back. As at least forty-seven, and we know it probably earlier than that, right? But, yeah, since the but, start of the human race, so I would imagine. But yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, there's a whole set of episodes we're going to do about stuff that's like earlier than Roswell and so on. I'm sure, um, including yeah. particularly including the whole Mussolini, Pope Pius situation in thirty-three. <laughs> oh, but, the stuff we've got in store for you, listen. Oh, I'll tell you juicy, that we've got some juicy yeah. good stuff in, in, yeah. in store. More, for you, more juicy more things juicy. for me to put my mouth around. Like I said last time, that was a faux pas, wasn't it? Anyway, sorry, Andy, carry on. <laughs> Not that I've recorded that for crack on, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, blackmailing.com. One of the things with Foyer, and this is obviously something that John. John John doesn't mention in the book, but one of the, one of the things with FOIA is, you know, you're, it's it's a legal requirement for the government if they've got mm. what you're asking information on what you're asking for to provide that to you. What happens is obviously they redact those documents if you know if it's a particularly classified document, yeah. uh, and you you see what you get what you see. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. But the fact that it seems like they're talking to each other internally to the government. You know, that's, and they're not really sure what's going on. That's it, yeah. yeah. Well, that really opens the door to another yeah. question, which is, well, if you were if you were knowing that the Freedom of Information Act was going to allow this accessibility to information, how do you get that information outside of that pool of access? Or one, yeah. way to, one way to do that, as we both know, would be to put that into industry where there isn't something like a FOIA uh, mechanism. Mm. So the military-industrial complex, something else we'll talk about, I think, possibly in the next show, about reverse yeah. engineering, yeah. UFOs and, you know, crash retrieval. Yep. It really does suggest that, you know, that may be why people are kind of not really sure what's going on because the people who do know what's going on maybe aren't even in uh, in, in those circles or it's mm. very few of them. But that's mm. it's complete speculation. Yeah, well, you know, so you, 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 you're allowed to have an opinion, Andy. But I, and, 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 and I think um, I think that's the thing, you know, 
true source. Part of, part part of this part of this truth is, is to present this, you know, things like you know book reviews and and the information, the facts that are put out there. But also, you know, part of this fun is you and me kicking it around, and and I think um, we have our opinions on these things, and we don't profess to know the truth or have that inside track. But I think, yeah, it, it, it's it's fascinating the fact the fact that these documents even exist and they've been talking about it shows again that question one they are still talking about it they are still investigating it they that um it poses all these questions and like you said you know who's in on that memo who's in on that email or whatever it may be so um it raises a whole load of questions but i i, I the other the other scary thing i i that jumps out to me Andy, about this book is 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 towards the latter end of it when, when it talks about the nuclear link remember that yeah yeah the nuclear and, connection. Um, yeah. exactly the nuclear connection and um that's quite scary and, and about how a lot of the documented um evidence and a lot of the documented reports seem to suggest from a data point of view that these things these ufos whoever they are whatever they are are drawn towards nuclear activity whether it be power plants or whether it be military sites um and i think i think that that's scary in itself but it goes on to talk about how there are cases of interaction and much like with the iran incident turning things on and off or having an effect upon the you know the, the nuclear devices i mean I, you know what's going on there yeah, I mean, it, it goes a little bit beyond the book. The book starts getting that route, down that route, but mm. some of the things that, you know, I sort of have heard about beyond the book. Mm. Um, okay. and, and again, this is something that George Knapp, you know, was kind of uh, managed to find, I think, when he got kind of came out of Russia with a bunch of information, was both the US and the Russia during the Cold War had situations where um, their, you know, their, their missile silos were either turned off or turned on. And in some cases, turned on meant activated and ready to launch which is the most scary thing, if you could imagine, ever, you know, to the point where, like, folks were phoning um, across to the other side of the world and saying, this isn't us, we're not launching these things, please yeah, don't retaliate. Yeah, yeah, and you're like, yeah. whoa, what? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that is kind of clear intent, and you've got to ask the question, well, what is, you know, what's that about because one of you know one of the explanations for ufos or uap or, or not nhi but uap would be well it's actually just an advanced technology from another um another country or another state or whatever right and they're, they're, they've, they've managed to develop this tech they're using yeah. it to an advantage and, and something like that over a nuclear site kind of would make sense right it's essentially yeah, yeah. Yeah. do some observations um, yeah. and everything else but when you've got that happening in the two most developed really technologically developed parts of the world at that point in time and it's mm. happening to both of them, and it's neither of them doing it, then mm. that really is quite a strong yeah, question. What's, yeah, going on? what's going on? Is and, it a third and, party? Was it China had already got this? You know, or yeah, is it exactly. Different? Exactly. And I think I think you've done something really, really valuable there, as I always do. Go off track. Sorry, listener. There's me talking about stuff that you can't necessarily link directly back to this book. But I think, but I think the book does talk about it, and it talks about the the cases that are documented and, and and how there is that link. Um, I think because you and I, Andy, have, have spoken and read so much that when we do these book reviews, it, it can be challenging sometimes not to kind of latch onto a thread 
and pull at that thread because actually you and I have done so much reading and viewing and listening about all this. But yeah, you're absolutely right. Thank you for keeping me uh, keeping me honest and sorry, listener. That's I'll the fun. That's the fun of this, though, isn't it? You kind of yeah. read something, and it kind of sparks art, oh, and then you find, well, like I yeah. want to investigate that a bit more, and you end up in this yeah. octopus of, of or uh, jellyfish, you know. So yeah, um, there you go. Uh, earlier episode, people, check it out. Um, so, Matt, the... can I interject quickly on the? Go for oh, it. Have you finished on the on this? No, 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 no. Go, for it. go for it. Go for it. I just want to talk about that Roswell thing quickly. That's the thing that made really made me laugh. Okay. About Roswell in this, which is that um, we all know, we've all heard the Roswell story, right? Where there's a yeah. crash. Yeah. Folks, folks go out, they pick stuff up, they take some some of it home. Right. <laughs> <laughs> As you it's do. Clearly, you know, go to the beach, take a seashell home, you know, not yeah. the same sort of thing, but yeah, I, I get know, the sentiment. Yeah. The, the, the New Mexico New Mexico folks in uniform were not expecting this kind of thing to crash in the desert, right? So they kind of like, what yeah. is this? We don't understand what it is. There's yeah. initial announcement, very clear announcement from the military saying it's a, it's a saucer that's crashed. And then immediately it's all kind of, no, redacted and everything, and everyone got involved mm. in it. You can't say that. It's actually a balloon, right? And there's then photographs taken of the poor guys who knew them well it wasn't a balloon with bits of balloon on the ground pretending yeah, it was tin foil and yeah all sorts of yeah. bolts of wood and whatever else so it's like okay well that, that's one thing right so you, you could argue that's that's a cover-up but where's the evidence it's always a bit difficult to to say right there was an, <laughs> there was an investigation into uh into roswell right and um there's a document called the roswell report case closed and uh it says it offers the following points right so I'm just going to say this really quickly. So it said the aliens observed in the New Mexico desert were actually anthropomorphic test dummies that were aloft, carried aloft by US Air Force high altitude balloons for scientific research. Fair enough, right? Yeah, yeah. You're yeah, like, yeah. like, yeah, like yeah. a person. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then it said, you know, the unusual activities in the New Mexico desert were high altitude research balloon launch and recovery ops reports of military units that always seemed to arrive shortly after the crash of a saucer to retrieve the saucer. And the crew were actually accurate descriptions of Air Force personnel engaged in getting the dummies back, right? That's yeah. going to bring us yeah. to the conversation about reverse engineering a little bit, but not, not for today. <laughs> so yeah. um, so what they were suggesting was these, these crash test dummies were in whatever this balloon mm. was that crashed. Yeah. But Roswell ha- occurred in, in 1947, and mm-hmm. when did the first crash test dummy get created, Matt? 1949? It's a few years after that, wasn't it? Yeah. Study that, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> see, see, if we had that bullshit jingle right now, I'd be pressing that button like crazy. Literally, <laughs> all you would be hearing is that jingle. But, it, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, that that in itself just shows a, self, you know, a self-made line of crap that just... That just is so easily disproven and, and actually it makes it easy for people to kind of see through that. But at the same time, it, you know, you've you got to wonder who, who's spinning this propaganda and who actually does their fact checking. I'm sure that person's out of a job now, but, um, well, it gets worse, yeah. right? Yeah. This is yeah. the final bit I'm going to say is it, it gets worse than this. So it says the explanations continued in this report that the claims of alien bodies yeah. were most likely a combination of two separate incidents. Okay. Incident one was a 1956 KC-97 aircraft accident in which 11 Air Force members lost their lives and a 1959 manned balloon mishap in which two Air Force Force pilots were injured. Both of these occurred nearly 10 years after Roswell. (laughs) 
and both of these had actual actual real people in them. So what oh, no. coordination could exist to yeah. something like this as an explanation. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, I'm laughing at the, the inaccuracy or or, or, the, or the the you know the, the the hope that people will believe that. I'm not obviously laughing at this, you know, hearing about people you know, having those sort of situations and tragedies happen. Obviously, that's that's not what I'm laughing at. But I think I think just the fact you're trying to justify it with things that happened so far after the the fact is just unbelievable, isn't it? It just again just you've got to wonder how how stupid they think people are and actually in some cases maybe some people do believe that but yeah i i don't think in i don't think around 1947 there was the infrastructure in place to be able no. to do these cover-ups in a kind of integrated way no yeah uh, and i think you know the more you pick at it the more that seems apparent everything everything i've just said is in this book yeah. and, and yeah. you know it's, there's a whole load of juicy stuff um, in this, in stop, this stop, stop dropping that in. You, you're not going to bait me into saying it again, Andy. You know that, yeah. Once an episode, listener, you're going to hear the word juicy. And what you and what you can't see at the moment is Andy and I uh, can see each other. You only hear the audio portion. And he, and he says juicy, and he looks me right in the eye to the very core of my soul and, and hoping that I'm going to respond. And do you know what? I'm not going to. I'm, I'm not going to rise. I'm not going to rise to your bait, Andy. You're Let's no just crash move on. test dummy. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm no dummy. Absolutely. Thanks, mate. Um, the last thing I was going to, I suppose, really talk about with this book, and again, you know, really recommended read. If you, if you, if you're into this subject and you haven't read it, I would really recommend it. It's got some good, some good facts, some good. It's got a good narrative. It's got a good um, step by step thread that you follow through but also um if you're new to the subject and you and you do want a, a book to get you started i think it was the perfect book for us you know in terms of getting us into this the only thing that i wanted to add which really stuck out for me and really made me laugh okay was the chapter chapter 13 which i think is the second to last chapter and it's called canada comes through <laughs> all right and um so what I remember this to be about was that the freedom of information requests that uh, John was Greenwood was Jr. was putting through, he was getting quite frustrated. There was specific information he was chasing. He wasn't able to get it. And somehow he got a hint of information or a hint that that potentially this could be requested via the channels. And this, I think this is the journey that he went on, didn't he? Like I said, he gets, he got wise as to what to ask for, how to ask for it. Mm. And the U S government will kind of put stonewalling him, you know, putting up the barricades and saying, no, you know, you, you can't have that. And I remember reading how he made that, you know, how he put a request into the kind of the Canadian government. And I think he made a, made a phone call or two, and the person was like, yeah, yeah, no problem, mate. Yeah, yeah, I'll send it right through. Here you go. And literally, they provided him the information really easily. And it was, and, and again, you know, it, just knowing how to request it, but just, I thought that was quite uh, quite amusing how that, how that kind of transpired and how he, how he was able to circumvent. And again, it just shows you how uncoordinated sometimes governments and, and these conspiracies can be, you know, whether it be back in 47 or even more, more nowadays, you know, how they don't, necessarily have the same line you know you, know, you can get things from one and not from another it's well, it's quite funny yeah and, and i think i don't know how many people do the sort of thing that john still does but you know i think mm. if there were more people doing it 
you know, you, there'd be more cracks that would be exposed and there'd be more ways Definitely. of getting in there. But what, one of the things that frustrates me is, you know, the amount of times that he's put in requests for things and they've said, oh, yeah. um, we've lost that, we've lost those files or those files, mm. uh, we, we don't know where they are. You know, it's like, yeah, mm, yeah. yeah. Can we yeah, believe exactly. that? Exactly, but there, but there, but there's so. But even with these requests, though, I remember that there's there's a, there's a list of reasons. There's a there's a, there's, a, there's several reasons that they can justify not sending that to you. And and mm-hmm. so the book talks about what those reasons are, how he tries to work around those, but also the different level of classification. So um, you know, confidential, top secret, you know, eyes only, all these sorts of things, and. I thought that was quite interesting as well because different classifications mean different things. So, so have a so you want to find out more? Have a read, um, and definitely gets our endorsement, doesn't it? So, yeah. I think I think I, I don't know. Are we, are we doing a rating system? We haven't we haven't discussed this, have we? Are we doing a rating system? Are we doing five stars, ten stars? What what, what are we doing? I think it's I think it's a bit unfair to do a rating system. I think, really? I, I, and I think it depends on what you're what where you are and what you're looking at. I okay. think what, I think okay. you hit the nail on the head, Matt. When you said it was a kind of a pretty much a route in, which was a yeah, yeah. you know fact based route in, because the books we've read, which we yeah. know there's some great content, and then sometimes you get to the end of the book and there's a whole chapter talking about how to cook spiced tofu, and that <laughs> is a different. I can't, you know, you can't. Oh, you had to bring that up, didn't you? It was going so well. You had to bring that up, listeners. That pissed me off. Can I just say that again? He's done it again. He succeeded. He's baited me again. And, <laughs> so and when will I learn? But literally, we, 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 we'll definitely talk about that book because there's a number of things on that book that don't really resonate with me. There's the dress sense. There's the photo, and it annoys me that a subject that struggles for credibility in that book it has a recipe for tofu in the back. But that, but that's just I I and I, I told you the story, Andy, how I got really not really angry yeah, and yeah. Yeah. I but know, but and, and, and all those feelings are coming flashing back. So thank you very much. You you've ruined my evening now. I appreciate <laughs> that. Thank you. But this thank book you. has got this book has got no recipes for tofu. So if, if the black vault inside the black vault, if you want a, a cookbook for for vegetarians or vegans, then you really need to go elsewhere. But if, I would recommend you, it as a starter point for your if, UFO. Yeah. If you want a recipe for a good introduction to the topic, this is the one. There you go. How about that for a closing statement? I didn't like that. Um, Sprinkle that with some salt. Absolutely. And it's been a pleasure as always. And um, listeners, I hope you've enjoyed that. And, um, you know, uh, interact with us. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, Let us know any subjects, books, anything you want to cover off. I love a bit of interactivity. And um, see you on the next one. Yeah, see you on the next one.